Welcome to Season 2 with Dr. Annette West. This show is coming to you from a holistic and faith-based view, sharing varied topics, occasional interviews, and discussions. The purpose of this show is to help us to build up our mind, our body, and our spirit. I want to give a shout out to Dr. Sax Love for allowing this show use of his jazz instrumental, Funk Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Well, hi, everyone. Dr. Annette West is here. And listen, you know, we try to um, do a lot of interviews and bring a lot of thought processes to, to the podcast. And so today is just like many other days. We have a great interview with Gracie Lynn on her book, The Shattered. Welcome, Gracie Lynn. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, Okay, so tell us a little bit about where you're from and a little bit about how you got into writing. Well, initially I was born in the Midwest on a farm and I was always somebody who liked to read, but I never really liked to write because I had ADD and I really didn't have the patience to longhand write. But when my children were born back around 26 years ago, I thought they were such amazing little creatures that somebody <laughs> needed to detail their antics in Christmas letters. Hmm. And so I started writing with Christmas letters. And then once um, my children were born, me and my ex-husband split up. And I always had a flair for acting. And so I started writing plays for a singles ministry and nice. acted, directed, produced, and, and did everything for those plays. And then I decided that, you know what, <clears throat> um, that was kind of a volunteer job, and it, was, it, it kind of took a lot out of me to do that. I thought, you know, I'm not getting anything reimbursement for this, although the church probably would have reimbursed if I would have asked. I wasn't going to ask them. So I thought, why don't I just start writing a book? And that's when the process was in the year 2000, I started writing my book. I worked for 10 years writing my first book. Nice. That's, I mean, and, that's a nice and, long time. <laughs> yeah. And then after 10 years, um, I gave it to a friend of mine who basically tore it apart. Okay. And then, so I had a little talk with God and I, you know, I told God, I said, hey, uh, I thought this was a book you wanted me to write. Where did I go wrong? And he said, well, this is a book about spiritual warfare. And there's way too much of the devil in this book and not enough of me. Mm. And so I 
needed to balance it out a little bit more, so I started the rewrite, and that's how the Shattered Face came into being. Okay, so basically you tenderized it with the love of the Lord in it, even though even though you shared on those things, you didn't stay over there too long talking about them, and you brought no, the Lord. So no, that's a that's a great thing. Yeah, and it, it was interesting in the interview I did this week uh, with Joint Company, um, the radio interview I did. They had that that uh, pointed something out to me that I wasn't even aware of. They said at the beginning of the book, the devil is very, very involved in trying to destroy this one woman. But as you said, as she goes closer to the Lord and the Lord's spirit ministers to her through different people that she encounters, she, the devil starts backing off. Mm. And the attacks are much less frequent. Okay, but so because he has, and by the end of it, geez, she's completely off limits to him. So tell us, what is the the main focus of the shattered vase? The main focus is that every you know in the Bible it talks about the principalities of darkness and and light. <clears throat> the main focus of this book is that life itself is much deeper than most people even imagine. And that there, there are evil forces and there are also good forces. The evil forces, are of course, are the devil. And the good forces are of God. And they're both wanting our lives. The devil is wanting our life to destroy it. God is wanting our life to breathe life into it. And to secure us for eternity with him. Mm, and through, through the blood of Jesus. And so um, it basically just shows the de- how the, the devil works a person and okay. how God can also work that person. Okay. Okay. So that's why it's so important for us to have a right relationship with the Lord. So we know when the devil is on his job. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And to have understanding and to have knowledge, you know, and by in the book, there's, you know, as you probably know, the armor of God, there's all this armor that my character gets suited up with, and she doesn't even know she's been suited up, but she just thinks she's going through one horrendous trial after another. Mm. But in the book also, there's the, the thought process that with each battle that we go through, if we handle it the correct way, we will become stronger and more resistant to the devil in the next battle. Amen. And that's what should happen. <laughs> yeah, that's what should happen. And the thing about it is, is that the word of God, you know, everything else in the armor of God is defensive. But the word of God, the Bible, is the only offensive weapon we have. And so if we know the Bible, if we study the Bible, then we will be a warrior for God instead of just a defensive player trying to thwart off the attacks of the devil. Yeah, because the devil is always going to be on his job. And I, I like yeah. um, in your book, you you talked, you know, a little bit. Um, you showed how um, even when the worst seems to happen to us, we don't have to stay in that place and that the, the, the comforter is always available to us. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's why, you know, if you... If you realize that the devil, I, I 
there's 12 different um, entities of the devil, and I didn't even realize there was 12. That's symbolic of, you know, the disciples. But I didn't realize, <laughs> I didn't even realize a lot of this. The thing about this book is that it's so deeply symbolic. Okay. Because it goes so deep with God. And this book was truly, truly inspired by God. It wasn't a, a creation for me. I mean, every time I wrote, I would pray, and then I would wait. Mm. Then I would write, and then I would pray again. And there was sometimes he had something else to add in, so I'd add it in. Um, but the thing about this book is that the devil never was characterized as people. Mm. God's spirit, faith, grace, mercy, joy, and um, hope were all characterized as actual people because as Christians, we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Mm -hmm. And we can be, therefore, comforters to others who are going through difficult times. Yes. And many times we choose not to because we choose to to partner with the devil and condemn and judge instead. Mm, Instead of being compassionate. Yeah, that's real good. That's why I had condemnation be one of the demonic forces is because condemnation is not of God. Conviction is of the Holy Spirit, but it is neither our right to convict other people. We are just to pray that the Lord will convict them himself. Mm, you know that's good that's good and i think i think the the listener <clears throat> can appreciate this because everybody has um battled at some time and there's something going on in in all of our lives at any given time where good and evil are present and we have to make a decision as to how we're going to stand and how we're going to move um let us take a quick break okay Gracie Lynn, tell us, what was the most difficult thing for you about writing your characters? And did you have any issues with writing about characters from the opposite sex? Um, the only issue I had with writing about characters of the opposite sex was the fact that I want, really did not want this to be an, a man bashing novel. Yeah, good. That's good. I, I really did not want that. Um, I did not want people to... to um, Think that this was about my ex-husband because I don't want to bash him either. Okay, well that's good. Yeah. So um, um but other than that, no. Um, one of the things that I used to do as an actress was um, I used to get completely inside a character, um, because the roles I played were so difficult that I could not be me and be them at the same time and give the character their just due. So um, when I got on stage. I would be completely the other character. When I get off stage, I'd be just exhausted mm. because it took so much energy to be entirely somebody else. Mm. But um, I enjoyed it, and that's what I did with the writing, too, is I would get completely inside the character. And um, Jonathan, the youngest boy, was my favorite to okay. get inside of. Okay. Because he was just such a little cutie pie, and I and he reminded I formed him a little bit over uh, 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 I kind of, I guess um, I he was a little, a little bit like my youngest son, but he was also his own character, and in that also he was such a wise old soul in a little boy's body. So that yeah. Thought the success. Now, my next book, um, if I ever get to it, it will be a book about Jacob. Okay. 
and that will be um i'm going to have to really um i don't know i'm gonna to have to really pray about that because i will have to take that it's going to be a double story between him and um Susie, and that will be a, a definitely a difficult so tell one us to do. in the book the shattered vase who are your main characters there's Susie, who's a single mother. Then her daughters, daughters Sarah, Michael's is the uh, second child that she has, and then Jonathan's the baby, the the little boy, the youngest son. Okay. And then she has Hope, Faith, Grace, Mister Mercy, and Joy, who are all um characterized as friends who actually represent symbolically the spirit of God. Mm, that's beautiful. And then she also has Jacob, who uh, she actually falls in love with. And then there's Joe, her ex-husband, and his new wife, Megan. Um, so that's basically the, 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 main, the main characters of the story. Okay, great. So do you have a favorite place that you like to write? You know, I, 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 I'm like a, a roving, I'm like nomadic. <laughs> there's, there's, there's sometimes I like the one place I, it's crazy because I have a large master bedroom in my home and that's where I have my desk. And whenever I sit at my desk in my master bedroom, I shut down. I cannot write there. So I like go from my front room, which is my parlor, to my formal dining room, to my kitchen, to the living room, to upstairs, to my media room. <laughs> then I do. So no, I don't really have a favorite place to write. I keep trying to find my favorite place, and I haven't found it yet. <laughs> well, well, the good thing is you're still writing no matter what place you find yourself. So yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think my ADD um, causes me not to want to stay in one place. I'm very nomadic. I go all over my house. So, And it's funny that um, last weekend I spent a little bit of time at my boyfriend's house. I actually did some really good writing in his front room. And I went from his patio, or his front porch, into the, into the house. So even at his house, I'm very nomadic. Mm. <laughs> I'm like a roaming, roaming rider. But yeah, I just, I, I guess my favorite place is wherever God is. Okay. And okay. that is opened up by prayer and by worship of him. Okay. Um, now, who because, would you, who would you consider yeah. as your target audience for this book? I know we'll say everybody can read it, but who would your target audience be? My target audience is those people who do not go to church. Oh, who are battling the devil and that they don't know it. Oh. We're going through one thing after another because I want to enlighten them on what it's really all about. Um, my intention was not to um, not to write a book for the church choir mm -hmm. because the church choir is already on their way to heaven. I want to write a book that's going to pull people in that don't even know God. And... My first review on Amazon was a five-star one, and it was so gratefully written by somebody who admitted that they were not religious at all, but this book really got them. Okay, well, good. Well, you know, so, we have opportunity to reach the masses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really, and that's also on my blog. I have, um, I don't like preaching to people. Mm-hmm. 
I like telling them stories. Yes. Because when you're preaching to people, especially with lost people, they shut down. When you, whereas if you tell them a story, you kind of pull them in and you're not telling them what you're doing wrong. You're telling like Jesus did. That's right. That's he, right. He did. He did preach in the synagogues. That's right. We didn't. We're not called to condemn people. That's right. No, but when he was out in the, in the masses, he told them stories, and that's what I. That's I think the most effective way to reach somebody mm-hmm. is by just telling them a parable, just telling them a story. Don't don't preach at them and tell them what they're doing wrong, because even me, I, I don't. I, don't really go to a lot of services where the preachers are screaming and yelling at me. <laughs> you know, I mean, that just kind of turns me off and it, um, I basically shut down. As it does many people. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you're just very gentle with them and say, well, you know, why don't you read this story instead and tell me what you think? Yeah, you know, that opens them up. And, and two, the thing about this book is because God was involved in it. It is extremely symbolic. Yes, yes, and, and I think that's important. And, and so, there are so many different levels to this book that, um, and be only because God's involved. It's not because I'm a brilliant, that brilliant of a person. It's just because God was involved. That there, like this, this last week. In the radio interview I did, I didn't even realize the symbolism of the 12 demonic forces. I didn't even know that because I'd never counted them up. Mm-hmm. I just wrote them as I thought God wanted me to write them, and he just gave me the different names and entities to to write about. Uh, but I, I never even counted them. Wow. And the, the ladies that interviewed me said, did you realize there were 12? So um, I was saying that the shattered vase is a very easy read. Um, I found myself looking at different because I didn't read it all the way through yet, but I plan mm-hmm. on taking it with me in a couple of weeks um, as I go on this cruise. And that's going to be oh. my reading book. So um, what would you like to tell the listeners about your book and how and, and how it can benefit them? Um, basically, uh, I would like to tell the listeners that this is one book that will capture you because of the easy read. It's very easy to read, but it teaches you how to do life it compassionately um, by, by partnering with God's spirit and by um, looking to God in order to fight the battle of life and not do damage to anyone else in the battle. Because many times I think when the devil comes at us, we fight and do harm to other people. Mm. Because they have done harm to us through the devil, but it's not necessary to do that. That's one thing I've done wrong in the past is I, you know, sometimes fought back when uh, with my ex-husband and one of his wives. I, I fought back and I was um, not as not as bad as they were, but and I tried to hold back. But the fact of the matter is that life is a battle, and God is on our side if we allow Him to be. Yes, and uh, we can choose to either fight evil with evil or fight evil with love. 
And if we fight evil's love, we've actually won the war. Yes, yes. And I and I think, you know, love, you know, is true. Love covers a multitude of wrongs done to us. <laughs> yeah, know? it and, does. It and does. We, and we have to choose to love God first. And then if we want God to forgive us, it says that we have to be willing to forgive others. And sometimes it's hard to move on. But I find in your book, you know, that you talk about, you know, seeking God until you, mm-hmm. until you find that true source of love and truth. Yeah, and you know, and then if you go complete, I would encourage everybody that buys the Shattered Vase to make sure that they stay with it until the very end, because the very last page is the most, or the very last page or two is the most powerful part of the whole book. So, um, you know, it's a long book, it's close to 500 pages, but like you said, it's a very easy read. I did it analysis on the reading it's like a first or second grade level reading mm-hmm. which didn't really bother me because I mean we actually wrote a third grade level right, right. um so uh, you want to you want to actually write at a very low level so you'll capture people but what I did was I, I wrote in that method but yet the spiritual truths that I was teaching and the wisdom that I was trying to impart were at a much deeper level than the than the reading grade. And and I think um one of the things that I always tell people is <clears throat> I want to be simple. <laughs> and like, you yeah. want to be simple. And I said, I want to keep it simple. Jesus was able to teach and speak and engage people from the youngest to the oldest. Yeah. She was. And that's how I felt about your book. Like it's simplified in its writing. Now the depth of thought is there. There's no question about that. The biblical insight, it's there if you pay attention. The the, uh, the the recognition of how the enemy works and how God works, it's there. But yet it is so simplified that any, you know, my granddaughters who are eight and that are nine and 11 could pick it up and read it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, I've gone to, you know, I've been in church almost all my life. And the thing is about preachers, if they make it too um, too complex, that's another thing that shuts people down. Yeah, I'd like to say if if I want the theology or um, eisegete and exegete and all of this, all of this excessive stuff, I'll come to your class. Yeah. You know, but <clears throat> when I'm coming to hear the word, I need you to simplify because I ain't got time. Look, I ain't got time to pull out the dictionary and try to figure out what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the same thing, too, with my blog. I have like 21,000 followers to my blog. And, and tell, us what is, the, tell us what that blog is about. What's the name of that blog? It's called Single Parents, and that's a plural, parents, not parents. If you go to Single Parents, I'll go to a different, but singleparentssurvivalguide.com. And initially, I launched the blog because I was going to attack the family court system. Mm. And because I'd gone through a hard time with it, and... Um, I was going to really expose and expose the devil and thing. And to realize, I finally realized after a few weeks that in trying to expose what the devil was doing, I was giving him the platform. Mm. And it was taking me down into very 
deep, deep depression. And so I took it from him and gave it to God. And the, um, the blog became all about my walk with God. And it really, um, I just even remember like some of the blog pieces I wrote a few years ago. I'm kind of a bit ashamed of them because I was like, um, I, I was, I think I was so hurt at that time. I was so self-protected, protected. So I wasn't, I didn't ever defer to somebody else. Instead, of, I was too busy protecting myself. Mm. I wasn't humble. Mm, and as word. a result of the uh, work that God has done in my life, I, I can see now how much God has changed me because of my walk with him and how now I defer to other people. And that's a really beautiful place to be in where you think of others better than yourself. Mm. It really, really, that's such a freedom and that's such a lovely place to be in. Yes. I really enjoy that transformation that he's working with in my life. Amen, so it's beautiful. singleparentssurvivalguide.com, and that is a, a blog that goes international. And um, Russia and China are pretty high up on the list, but I think that, that, that may, I'm not sure if people actually read it or if they're just trying to hack it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. You well, know, let's, I'm praying. I'm praying I'm they're reading it. Behind the Iron Curtain, I'm like, well, wait a minute. A lot of my spam comments are thinking from Russia, so I'm not sure about that. But I'm hoping that they're not doing that to to hack it. I'm I'm but, praying. I'm praying that they are actually um reading it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I so, hope so too. So share with the listener how they can reach you, how they can get a copy of your book, where your book is located. Okay. The the Shattered Base, if they Google the Shattered Base by Grace Helan, um, and that's base V as in violet, and sometimes think it's the shattered face, face as an F, but no it's boss or the shattered boss by Grace Helan. I have like two or three pages on Google. Okay. So and I prefer then they can get it from Amazon if they want to. If they Google the Shattered Days by Grace Lynn, they can get it on Amazon. Um, I prefer that they got it from Book Baby. That's my actual publisher. And if you go to my Book Baby bookshop page, you can also write a review there. Um, you can write a review on Amazon. It's going into Sweden. I think there's an outlet in Japan. It's at Waterstones in Europe. Um, my the book baby publishing company that I've partnered with has done an excellent job of distributing it. Okay, that's they, good to hear. I've I've not I've never worked with them, but I have heard of them. So um, yeah. that's good. That's good to know. And what would you leave as a final thought for our listeners today? Um, that God loves you, mm. and that if you're going through a difficult time. He loves you and he loves you. He loved you enough to give you the very best that he had to give, which was his only son's life. And that love doesn't end. So if you are going through a difficult time, turn to him and don't let the difficulty and um, overcome you because that is exactly what the adversary, the devil, wants to have happen. 
Yes. Turn to God and believe that God is there and he can see you through this because he is a very powerful, magnificent, and holy God. And he loves you very, very much. Mm, that's beautiful. Well, thank you, Gracie Lynn, for being on the podcast this week. We appreciate you. The book, The Shattered Vase. Go out and support her mission. And I want to thank the viewers worldwide for tuning in. And come check us out again on next Thursday. Bye-bye. As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you have not subscribed to this podcast on Apple iTunes or your favorite platform, please do so today. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join my mailing list at drannettewestministries at gmail.com. Also, purchase a copy of my newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit, on Amazon or at drannettewestministries.org webpage. Keep tuning in every week. I guarantee you will be blessed.